This is BC Worldwide, a podcast of overseas instruction and counseling. We report on the biblical counseling movement around the world, and I am your host, Andrew Rogers. I had a wonderful opportunity at the 2021 annual ACBC conference to meet up with Carlos and Sonnet. And they have a wonderful ministry to Central America, but in particular, Costa Rica. And we had an opportunity to sit down and just talk about God's grace in Costa Rica. Well, it's good to be at the ACBC conference, and uh, so you guys, would you mind introducing yourselves? Who am sure. I talking to? Sure, this is Sanet Salavaria, and I'm Carlos Salavaria, and we are uh, with So Am I, Souls Outreach Worldwide International Ministries, and um, we, we do pastoral training on the national level, and we do uh, leadership, lay leadership development within the churches that we go to. Uh, sometimes that means we're taking a mission trip. We're take leading churches to do missions projects, but at the same time, we take the time to meet with the pastors on the mission field and discover what's going on in their churches uh, with their ladies and with the men, and then we look at their process of discipleship if they have one, and if not, we talk to them about what uh, biblical discipleship is, and we start looking for a way to implement and help them implement a good program in their churches. Okay, so basically a ministry that's about strengthening churches, strengthening yep. pastors, help yep. them do it better. Very good. Um, mm -hmm. Yep, competence. We're always looking for competence and mm -hmm. confidence, so that's mm -hmm. great. Um, well, tell me just a little bit about yourself, just your family, and, sure. and how, how did you get involved in doing this? Okay, so um, I have, uh, as a, a pastor, youth pastor, been involved as a missions pastor and a church planner about 37 years in ministry. And uh, we, my wife and I have three adult children with five uh, grandchildren, and uh, we hope that that'll continue to grow. <laughs> and uh, we love, love our, our family. We're very thankful for them. We actually live right now in Claremont, Florida, okay. and we're members of First Baptist Church of Claremont, where we both work with the children's ministry and uh, the adult education ministry there. Uh, and we, we've taken quite a few trips from the church on mission with us uh, as we've done our ministry with So Am I. Okay, wonderful. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, you told me, remind me again, how many kids? We have three adult children. Uh, three adult children. How many grandkids? Five grandkids. And growing. And growing. Yes, you want more. Yeah, you one of one of our, our son is not married right now, and we're, we're just praying for a godly later to come his way. So uh, All right. we're just asking for that to happen. Yep. So, I mean, you have any particular qualities you're looking for? We can, we could get that out. God maybe. is that if she's a biblical certified counselor, that would even be greater. <laughs> so is that actually why you're at the conference? Uh, no, that would be a good reason for us to be at the conference. That's yeah. right. You're looking for a mate. For <laughs> That's your right. Son. That would be good. Oh my that goodness. Would be good. The word's out now. The word right? is out. We, we know. Contact okay. Carlos Salavaria. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's great. So, so, okay, so how did you, okay, at some point you got into uh, having a heart for this kind of a ministry. So maybe talk a little bit about how that yeah, came Yeah, you know, um, as, a, as a teenager, I was saved on the mission field of Puerto Rico. Pastor Clark Allen was uh, the missionary in Ponce, Puerto Rico. And he had a very intentional process of discipleship. Mm. And uh, he actually discipled our parents in, in the home where he went and had a process for about 12 weeks, got them involved in ministry, 
and he continued to that process of discipleship. And I learned from that because I was sitting at that table while, while they were being discipled. And um, after seminary work, after being called to the ministry, one of the things that I saw to some of the churches where I went to work at as a youth pastor and then an associate pastor, I saw the need for the process that we didn't have in these churches. Hmm. And um, and then I began to work on my own, on developing a process that I would put together uh, and use that in discipling the people that would come to Christ. And I continued, as I began to travel, I went to Moldova. Uh, I had the privilege of going to Israel a couple of times. I had the privilege of going to uh, back to Puerto Rico and Cuba. And one of the questions that always came back to me and some of the things that I was saw was in the problems that the pastor were discussing and how they were working in the churches, some of the needs were coming back to the basis of discipleship. They didn't realize it, but the need was there. And so uh, I began to use my material that I developed, and I would leave it for them. And some of the churches still today, 10, 15 years later, are still using that material. And so I'm thankful for that. Uh, it's nothing new under the sun because it's God's Word, but we, I, we put it in a process where it was very doable for them to do the classes, do the discipleship. And I learned that from the man that led me to the Lord, Pastor Clark Allen. And so I've always had a passion for that. And when I saw ministries that were suffering in that area, um, especially when I came back from a couple of trips to Cuba, uh, I, I it birthed the ministry of So Am I. And uh, 20 years later, here we are still doing the training and the discipleship of helping the pastors uh, train within their household first and then take it from there to their church leadership. And hopefully it'll trickle down through their leadership into the whole congregation because it is a process from the cradle all the way to the tomb. Yeah. So basically you this is how you got started. This is, how this is what started. was modeled for you. Yeah. And then you just imitated Yes. Just imitated it. We did. Yeah. We did. And that's such a huge part of discipleship is how we typically begin mm -hmm. is what we typically fall in love with mm -hmm. uh, to do. And, and even why, how important that is then, you know, when people come to faith in Christ, uh, discipling them right away yeah. and having people involved in their lives, yeah. personally involved. Yeah. And so and that's what we're going to talk about a little bit, you know, about that personal uh, engagement, the personal involvement, mm -hmm. uh, the life on life mm -hmm. ministry. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's uh, so as you kind of think through that, that, that's been something that you've modeled. Right. Because that was modeled for you. It was modeled for me. And yes. so now you, you see it as an important part of the churches that you're ministering in right now. That's correct. Yeah. So, um, just maybe just yeah, talk a little bit more about that as you as just the importance of life on life ministry. Yeah. So when 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 we engage, uh, for instance, when we went this summer uh, to Costa Rica and we engaged with Pastor Carlos Omaña and his congregation uh, before we went into our conference, we sat down with them and we we were interested in finding out what was the process of their church life. What what's going on in their classroom settings? What's going on in their youth programming? What's going on? And and as the men in my circle of influence there, as we were talking, uh, the ladies had their discussion, but. One of the things that came out is, for instance, what what are some of the issues that you're having with the men in the church? And 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 there were three men there that we as we were discussing this. And Pastor Carlos said, "How do I get the men to commit to do the work of the ministry?" 
And, uh, and then the other men made some comments about that as well. And they were all on the same page. And so it just draws back, it just draws us back to the process of what's missing within their discipleship to make the men understand their calling before God as a man of God. And so that brings us back to four basic biblical principles that we really thrive on when it comes to so am I, which is, uh, the sovereignty of God, the preeminence of the Lord Jesus Christ, the inerrancy of the scriptures, and the work of the Holy Spirit to lead you to do the work that God's called you to do, and the power by the Holy Spirit to do that. And so when men really capture that God is sovereign, and God has a plan and purpose for the life, Christ becomes preeminent. And when Christ becomes preeminent, Obviously, they're in the Word of God. They're understanding the sufficiency of the Word of God for every aspect of life. And now they're submitting to the power of the Holy Spirit that lives in them. And now they're empowered by the power of the Word of God, by the Holy Spirit, to begin to serve in their God-given role as a man of God. And it all goes back to discipleship. Mm -hmm. And that's what we try to strive for as we meet in and engage with each individual. It, it's not about Carlos. It's not about Sanet. It's about the Lord Jesus Christ and what God is going to do in his sovereignty, the preeminence of Christ, the role of the scriptures in their life, and the one that enables them to do the work. And what are, I mean, well, first of all, what... Maybe share a little bit about what countries that you have uh, been in mostly. Okay, sure. Uh, been in Dominican Republic, uh, been in Puerto Rico, been in Colombia, uh, been in Cuba, been in Costa Rica multiple times, uh, been in Moldova, and obviously we talked about Israel. So those are basically, and obviously in various churches in the in the U.S. Yeah. And are you predominantly, when you're in, because uh, most of them would be Spanish-speaking countries, are, are you teaching in Spanish? We are teaching in Spanish. Okay. We have four uh, biblical certified biblical counselors on our team. And so uh, I also segue to the place where they're teaching because they're the experts on it, and I are still working on our certification. And uh, and so I'll translate for them. And I'll tell you, you learn an awful lot while you're translating. Some of the best messages I've ever heard from one of our leaders, uh, Dr. Charles Aaron, uh, uh, spoke on the sovereignty of God and what a phenomenal, phenomenal teacher he is, uh, as he is one of our lead teachers for biblical counseling. Okay. Now, a phrase you use a few times uh, in talking about this is uh, that which is missing in discipleship. Mm -hmm. So can you at least make sure I understand what you mean by what yeah. is missing? What, what, so what is missing in it? When I'm, what, when, what, one of the things that happens is, is a lot of, like myself, because this happened to me too, oh, um, even though I was given a great uh, upbringing under uh Pastor Clark Allen, one of the things that happens is we get so engulfed in, in seminary and training. And one of the things, uh, even as Jay Adams was doing all of his writing, I was graduating out of college by the time all the stuff uh, was coming out. Mm. So, so, you know, I graduated, uh, in 84 and it was like taking the Bible under one arm and having a squirt gun to charge hell with. <laughs> But that doesn't work, does it? You know, so, I don't think I've ever heard that in yeah. illustration before. So. 
<laughs> but but the reality is you you're so passionate about your call yeah and but and you are very well equipped with the wonderful tools but one of the things that I feel that I needed more of uh, and that only happened after a certain amount of years especially dealing with teenagers how do I minister to these kids hmm. as a youth pastor that are having these issues and I didn't know and I would go to the Word of God and I would quote scripture but was was I using the right scriptures as I was trying to minister to the needs that these kids have coming from drugs, coming from alcohol, coming from broken homes. And so those are things that I lacked. And I wasn't exposed to some of those things as a Christian young man either. So um, to say that I wore their shoes, no, I didn't understand that. Um, and so one of the things that's missing in the lives of not every pastor, but in the lives of pastor is how to take the scriptures and implement them into the need of counseling. Mm. And to really walk through that process in understanding how the scriptures can meet, like the Bible says, every aspect of our life. You know, we are blessed by God with every spiritual blessing. And so what does that mean? As I am speaking to a young man, as a, to a young woman, or, or we're counseling a couple, one of the things that are, the link that's missing a lot of times is understanding how to take the scriptures and relate it to that particular difficult circumstance or that trial. And I'm finding, and we have found across the board, every time we go somewhere, that the pastor's you know, the pulpit is a great ministry. The Wednesday night study is a great ministry. But every day, Monday through Friday of the week, how they can take and minister to the people the Word of God in a counseling setting, uh, that it, that's the link that's missing. What are some of the challenges? that you have faced? Culture is a big challenge. Okay. The mindset and every, there are 21 Hispanic cultures. Of course, I, uh, I've i studied some of that. And so when you go, uh, you know, not everybody that everybody that speaks Spanish is Mexican, <laughs> even though 75% of the population of the world that speaks Spanish are Mexican. Um, uh, but, but when you look at the different cultures uh, in Latin America, they're all, uh, they have their own indigenous, they have their own... Uh, uh, own cultures that they develop and uh, religious cultures and Catholicism permeates all of them and adopts all of them in their own Catholicism, which creates other problems as well. And so when you go in, you really need to sit down and understand what is it the culture you're going to. So if I were to talk about Costa Rica, Costa Rica has a saying in all Ticos or Costa Ricans say this, Pura Vida. And that, what that means is their culture is they're very relaxed people. And they only live for the day. And so what I have for today, that's what I'm going to go after. And that's all the, that's all it is within the culture. Now, it's more to it, but every culture has has is is very influential. And so you really need to understand what their mindset is behind that culture. Okay, so if, if culture is a challenge, uh, then and you talked about, okay, you need to understand the mindset that goes into that. All right, so read a book. You can read books. It's yeah. good to lo look at the geography, good to study what's out there. But some of the best ways is communicating with the people that are doing the ministry there. And so Pastor Carlos Umania, that I've known for almost uh, 15 years, he has educated me very well on some things. And sometimes I've preached in this pulpit and 
he's pulled me aside and says, you can't use that phrase here or you can't say those things here. And we've had these conversations, but you're going to learn best from the people from that country as to what, what's going on in their culture. Yeah, that's something that we've talked about a lot, especially at OIC, is is that in-person training. Oh, yeah. yeah. In-person, being with the people, yeah. life on life. Yeah. Um, and obviously that takes resources to do that. And, you know, and, and for some people that are thinking, well, wait a minute. Uh, we have the internet and uh, we have all of this uh, at our disposal. Mm-hmm. How much cheaper would it be to do something of that nature? And maybe even in some cases, might it be cheaper even to bring uh, somebody to the States mm-hmm. or, you know, something like that. Um, and it is easier. There's an attraction to it. I mean, yeah. I think we all have to recognize we're still sinners through and through. Mm-hmm. Um, we still gravitate toward that, which is more comfortable. Mm-hmm. And uh, But uh, there's nothing that mm-hmm. absolutely replaces mm-hmm. being face-to-face, life-on-life, person to person uh, with people. And, and that's something that I have even found is, you know, I, I joked a little bit about reading a book. Um, I think that's a great place to start. Mm-hmm. I agree with you on that. Mm-hmm. However, there, there have been so many times where I've read about a culture in the book, mm-hmm. but then actually go to the culture mm-hmm. and think, I don't know who wrote that book. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. I'm not finding half of what they've said yeah. to actually be what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think that sometimes we even forget that there's always cultures within cultures. Yes. Like you just mentioned, you know, within the Latin culture, you I think you said 21. 21 different cultures. Yeah, so 21 different cultures. And you're sure, and, and even and within those, there's going to be subsets. Uh, subsets, subs, yep. And how yeah. am I going to know that unless yeah. I'm actually with them? Yeah. Yeah, with them. So, exactly. Yeah, so that's encouraging. So talk to me a little bit about uh, anything, you know, just recently that's really exciting for you guys. Yeah, well, we're excited about So Am I and where uh, we, we did not know anything about OIC until obviously I spoke uh, to yourself uh, just a couple of months ago. And, and we're excited about what you're doing. We, we really believe that it's important to go and have the face-to-face, introduce what biblical counseling is about to the people, and, and look to link the resources that already exist rather than reinventing the wheel. And so uh, I'm very much about that. And so um, we, we want to make sure that we link those resources. And uh, as we go and do the missions work of evangelizing the people and going and understanding the culture and bringing bringing about the teaching uh, to the pastoral level and their lay leadership level and being able to be in ground, in person, we're excited about that. So we go and we ask God to provide the means. And so um, uh, just a couple of years ago, it was very challenging. We we took a large youth group of 42 teenagers and some adults to Costa Rica to do three different projects uh, in the public school system, which we were very surprised that we could do this. And we went in and we did a week of evangelism. And, and you hear mission teams going in all the time to do this kind of stuff. But the blessing for me on this trip was when I went to this particular school that we had one of our teams in, the principal of the school, her name is Kimberly Gonzalez, 12 years prior was one of our small mission teams girls at the age of 10 that came to Christ. And we could see what God is doing when we were there. This was 12 years ago. And now she's a principal of a public school there. And her and her husband are doing a new church plant. And they're involved now in our training (laughs) with pastoral leadership development. So 
It's very exciting to go and be in person, very exciting to see what God's doing. And now they have joined our team of training, of being part of our teams as we train. And hopefully we're going to leave two or three or four or five or six more couples and leave them in Costa Rica ready to do the work of the ministry and we can move on to other areas of ministry because it's all about taking Christ to the people and leaving a viable ministry there to continue to do the work. So how can we be praying for you? Pray for our development, our administrative team that we're still putting together. Pray for us as we get ready for our testing for certification. <laughs> and uh, above all, that God will open the doors and provide the means for us to go. Wonderful. Carlos, thank you so much for the time. Yeah. Appreciate your ministry. Thank you so much. Thanks for having us here today. You've been listening to BC Worldwide, a podcast of overseas instruction and counseling. You can learn more about the biblical counseling movement around the world at bcworldwide.org. If you'd like to know more about the ministry of OIC, go to our website, discoveroic.org. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. If you'd like to receive regular updates on God's grace through biblical counseling, please sign up to be an OIC insider by clicking the Pray button on our website. You may give to the efforts of OIC through our website by clicking the Give button. I'll share with you more about God's grace next time at BC Worldwide.